Merry Pitchmas, everyone, and welcome to our inaugural 12 Days of Pitchmas. I'm your Holly Jolly hostess, Paula, and I hate rom-coms, unless they're TV Christmas movies. Starting on Thanksgiving and lasting through New Year's, I try to watch every single TV Christmas rom-com I can get my eyes on. That's only 40 days to watch 2018's 79 new holiday films, so I have my toy tinkering and nutcracking cut out for me. Hey, hey, this is your old drinking buddy J-Dobbs here, and uh, I have a problem, as I've told you all before. I am a junkie for the narrative. You start telling me a story, I gotta hear how it plays out. That's rom-coms, that's action movies, that's horror movies, that's a story that somebody starts telling me on the street about uh, the homeless guy he saw at the 7-Eleven. I just need to hear the punchline and then judge it. I love these. Paula comes I don't love the movies, I love the stories. I come home and Paula's watched one of these movies. This is the game that we have played for years and we've turned it into a podcast. And this is our guest, Yancey Burns. Hi, Yancey. Hi, Paula. So tell us a little bit about what you've written. Oh, I'm a writer and a screenwriter. I've written many things for hire and various uh, things for spec and nothing you've probably heard of yet, but uh, hopefully one day you will. Um, and then people will come back and find it and be like, this he, is terrible. He said some screwed up <laughs> stuff on that show. He can't host the Oscars now. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> well, uh, speaking of uh, just disqualifying yourself from things, um, what is your favorite off the beaten path Christmas movie? Uh, that's a good question. Let's see. I'm not trying to be cute when I say that I think probably bad Santa. I know that's sort of no. That's a perfectly. I think it's. I think that there is some legitimate humanity in that movie by the end, and I think that actually that runs counter to the sort of more traditional National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where I think it's all kind of crass. I think they actually earn a little bit of humanity by the end of Bad Santa. No, it does. It it is legitimately a Christmas movie. It's just a Christmas movie with Santa fucking and and dwarf tossing. Which, yeah, if we're talking, <laughs> we're not too religious. I mean, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it, it is the mall Christmas uh, laid bare. Uh, God, I haven't seen that movie in forever. I need to go back to it. What I remember was being annoyed that the wooden pickle like, there had to have been a joke Isn't later. That funny? I thought the same like, thing. Like, Something crass. Like, he just... clearly banged a chick with the wooden yes. pickle in a, in a script. And that's sort of a, what we do here. It's kind of that, like, wait a minute, but why didn't the note the boyfriend leave come back? And you're like, dude, it clearly did in the script, and they just lost a day of shooting. I remember the first time I saw that. Somebody afterwards mentioned yeah. the wooden pickle. Yeah, and I was like, like, oh. Yeah, it was, was a funny like, throwaway, but yeah. that clearly cut out It was some going point. somewhere. Now, before we start, a quick disclaimer. We're not doing this to make fun of these movies. I genuinely love them for their earnestness and their belief that the power of Christmas can triumph over any conflict. However, since they're written and shot in 12 to 15 days, they have to follow a formula. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, just like what we were talking about, you know, I mean, it's a bad Santa's a, they had money to throw around and clearly they dropped the ball on this little thing. So yeah, we're not, it's not about mocking these so much uh, as uh, when we kind of talk about their narrative shortcomings, if they have them, because we, we understand, we understand the realities of production. Also, Christmas is stupid. <laughs> And it's like the blues, right? The form, the form, yeah. The, yeah, the formula, you know. Yeah, it's exactly. a beauty to it. If you the twelve bars, yeah. Yeah, Yancy, I think you're the first person to ever compare a Hallmark Christmas movie to the blues. I was hoping I would be the first. <laughs> well, it's just because we haven't had David Mamet on yet. Right now, everyone's going to do that. <laughs> Three uses of the tinsel. <laughs> Now, since we're focusing on the winter holidays, we have a themed comestible. Tonight, I made what I'm calling a jolly holiday, which is a variation on a variation of a hot buttered rum, which I have yet to take a sip of. So we'll see how it is. It's basically a shot of rum, and I pre-made some mix that was just butter and cinnamon, and then I added honey to the hot water. Oh, fancy. It's delicious. 
Oh, that's actually really good. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a, almost a, it's like a hot buttered rum light. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can have six. Yes. Like oh, to, I'm, I'm if sure you like to drink something that looks kind of oily in your glass, the Jolly Holiday is for you. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to need a, a layer of uh, whipped cream and maybe mm-hmm. a sprinkle of nutmeg to mm-hmm. sell it to the uh, public. Presentation. <laughs> so this episode's Sugar Plums Dancing in Our Heads is a very nutty Christmas from Lifetime 2018. <laughs> Jordan's just making a face like he's in pain. Already, I'm already like, oh no. I haven't told them anything about the movie, but I warned them it gets a little wacky. And as we go through it, I'm going to point out to you the second when I realized what specific subgenre it is in. Would you say it gets nutty? Mm. It gets very nutty. <laughs> wacky as opposed to zany, though. We're not, yeah, we're yeah. Not gonna, it's not zany. No, there are no, no, not zany. I can't, no hijinks. I want to put up with no hijinks yeah. with a K or an X. So based on the title, A Very Nutty Christmas, what are your elevator pitches? Oh, Very Nutty Christmas. I think it is... Oh, there's two takes. I'm going to go with Save the Walnut Farm <laughs> or, or, or Hazelnut fun. Farm, what a, a holiday nut farm. It's a family that... Like a ri- chestnut? Chestnut, sure. Thank you. That's the one. I knew there was a holiday one. They should write a song about that. But like that it's that that's why it's a nutty Christmas and it's a save the family business. I've got another plot that I'll throw out very shortly, but I want to hear Yancey's in case he's going to the same place I am. No, I probably not. I go right to the idea of some sort of a trained uh, squirrels or some sort of squirrels. <laughs> Oh my god, I want to see that movie. This obviously is not that movie then, and I think budgetarily probably we can't right. do CG squirrel mouths. Um, but yeah, I'm thinking a very nutty Christmas Oh, is... you want Air Bud, but with squirrels. <laughs> yes, well, preferably with a number of squirrels. Got it. Oh, and wow. And, you know, a squirrel can't really appreciate Christmas, but it can, it can be warmed by the fire. <laughs> and... and then they could have like a West Side Story dance-off with the Santa Paws Golden Retrievers. There we yes. go. Uh, my other, just very shortly, is as far as a very nutty, I can't imagine. They're... And this is Hallmark? This is Lifetime. Lifetime. Okay. And Lifetime's willing to take a little more chances, but I don't Lifetime's think- Lifetime's willing to go wacky. I don't think they're going to they're go nutty. I don't think they're going to go this, though, uh, with the plan words of nutty, that it's a funny version of Girl Interrupted. Wow. <laughs> it's oh, Christmas, going- Christmas, wow. In, Christmas in the sanitarium slash uh, rehab, uh, which I think is sort of mixed nuts to a certain extent. But uh, I mean, it's not Christmas, I the, don't think. The Martin? C. Martin. It was a suicide yeah, hotline. Mix, hotline. Mix, that's mix right, nuts that's right. is either Thanksgiving or Christmas. It's it a is holiday, Christmas, yeah, but yeah, yeah, it's a suicide hotline. But they're playing with that. They're nuts and there's crazy people. But yeah. I wonder. Uh, yes. I have it in my head that it's going to be that we're th- thinking of something a little safer, so I feel like that yes. would be a little on the. Sa- I want, yeah, I want Sandra Bullock's Twenty Eight Days, but as a heartwarming, like it's not about the family you're born with; it's the family you meet during your twelve steps. Right, right. <laughs> I think we're talking literal nuts, probably. Yeah, I, that's, 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 why I, that's why I went with my first guess. For those of you playing at home, here's the audio of the trailer. J Dobbs and Yancey won't hear it because that would be cheating. Now, if you want to play along at home, skip ahead 30 seconds. This holiday season, it's a wonderful lifetime. We have to make 15,000 cookies before Christmas. Hello, Nutcracker. You're going to help me get through the holidays, huh? At your service. He's the wooden Nutcracker come to life. Christmas is magical. It's a time where anything can happen. Barry Watson and Melissa Joan Hart. I'm here because we need each other. New movies all season long. A Very Nutty Christmas premieres Friday, November 30th on Lifetime. 
I'm going to start describing the film beat by beat. Our panelists will try to get ahead of the plot to predict what will happen next, or give their best pitch on how to shake things up. So let's get into a very nutty Christmas starring Melissa Joan Hart oh, as Kate Holiday. MJH? Yes, one of the four horsewomen of the Hallmark Ellipse. And this is this year's movie? 2018, baby. Oh, fantastic. She's just, I guarantee you on set the whole time, she's just like, man, that's Sabrina show. I'm oh, going to really? show them. No, I think watched. she's actually, I think she has money in it. I think she's fine with it. She actually makes a Sabrina reference at one point. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. Okay, so Kate Holiday owns a bakery called the Dancing Flowers. Flowers, get it? <laughs> so her best friend Rosa, played by Marissa Jarrett Wincor, who was Tracy Turnblad in the Broadway Hairspray. Oh, okay. Which is very funny. And Justin, who is played by Rizwan Minaj, I want to say, Ray from Schitt's Creek. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the other bakery worker, and like literally everything he says in this is hilarious. I mean... Those, all the Schitt's Creek people are pretty darn funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they have to make 15,000 cookies in the six days until Christmas. Christmas Eve, specifically. 15,006 days. Yes. That's all their cookie orders. That is a lot yes, of cookies. Yes. And Justin says, we can't keep working overtime. And Kate says, it'll all be over soon, and then we can go back to being happy. <laughs> that is like 3,000 cookies a day or something. Yes, what sort of means that's do they That's their have? goal. And those three people making all of those cookies, and so, they're and they're so, shipping out de- or delivering different orders every day, I, like nationally. I I think it's locally. I don't I don't oh, know. I don't wow. Know. So it's it's a night court. We got to clear the docket by midnight episode. I love it. So after school, a bunch of kids run into the bakery, followed by Santa, who's Kate's boyfriend, Mark. Okay. So her boyfriend Friends isn't actually Santa. He's an pretending actor. Pretending to be Santa. And like, I feel like he's too. he should be too young to be Santa, I hope. He is. Okay. And he's very into playing Santa. It's like an actor's dream role in One December. One of those things. Yeah. Sure. yeah. And uh, Mark follows Kate into the kitchen, and she's like, you're wearing that hair and that beard. You need to put a hairnet on. And he's like, see, this is what I'm talking about. You're always working. You're I'm, too uptight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm leaving you for Tiffany. And she's like, the photographer from the Santa booth? He brought children with him to break up with her or were they just kind of around him at the time he would have walked in after them they're establishing that the kids run in like every day after school to get a cookie okay first thing i would do i've got six days till christmas and i gotta churn out fifteen thousand cookies how much more money am i making on my retail like my storefront end of this Mm -hmm. i'm shutting down the register until after christmas Mm -hmm. number one number two dude at least take the beard off before you break up with her? Or is this a teasing? This is a breakup. This is a breakup. Okay. Is he is he painted as a rather shallow character who deserves to be left behind? or is, is... Um, He's very interested in his art, and she forgot to come over and help him. He's like, living life, and she's like, I'm all about my pas- passion, whereas he's about... Like, if somebody's going to get their cell phone thrown into a glass of water, no. my whole life was in there! I mean, he's not. he's not that really... He's like... This is my craft, and I'm I'm into being an actor, and uh, I still make time for you, even though I'm pursuing my dreams, and you don't make sure. time for me. He's the specter of work-life balance. Mm-hmm. So he's not a flake. No, no. He's more like a serious thespian. Who and, likes to play Santa. Mm-hmm. As he finishes breaking up with her, he picks up a cookie, and he holds the cookie, and he says... Uh, oh, I got two. I'm going to go with this cookie's more important to you, to you than me. No. He really goes, that's the way the cookie crumbles. Yes, he oh, does. That's the yes, yes. way the relationship crumbles. Oh, and then God. he smashes the cookie. It's like, can... Dude, I don't think you come back from that. We need that's to make 15,000 cookies. 15,001. We, 15, 000 and one. And one. we yeah. already didn't have enough time, you asshole. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> that's a pretty serious move, crumbling the cookie in his that sandwich. Is, yeah. Well, that's a also, big asshole move. I mean, not even the Probably. statement. It's like, and I made a mess in your kitchen. Adios. Yeah. <laughs> There's like right. multiple levels of dick on that. And uh, Rosa and Justin see this and Rosa's like, I'm glad it's over. It was such a bad relationship. How can some people be so oblivious? And Justin just stares longingly at her. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Peering through the curtain of the friend zone. Yes, yes. That's smart screenwriting. That's a setup <laughs> yeah, yeah. right there. Melissa Joan Hart goes into the fridge and pulls out a gallon of eggnog and then goes into her office oh. and just starts drinking it. That's the lifetime equivalent of a, of a, of a bottle of booze. It's yeah. like, oh, right. oh, dairy. Yeah. And Rose is like, you're better off without him. Uh, but, you know, in honor of the holiday, I'm going to hang a decoration in the window. And she holds up a help wanted sign. <laughs> it's like... But who's going to answer that? Is, is... Uh, the A in wanted is a Christmas tree. <laughs> no, it's regular help wanted sign. And Kate says, that's not a decoration. So she puts a bow on it. There we go. Yeah. And so Kate brings a bunch of packages of cookies to the post office and she's holding them. And she runs into Ginger, who's her friend who owns a local dress store, who has like five children with her. And she says, I heard you're going to the Christmas ball for once this year. You should come in. We got some new dresses. And she's like, oh, Mark, me have to work. And so then, another woman uh, shop owner, but she uh-huh. has a work-life balance. She's got yes. five kids. She's not she's in the shop. She's got to work something balance. <laughs> and then the next person comes in and it's like, hey, Kate, I heard you going to the ball. And she's like, Mark got shipped to the North Pole. And then somebody else walks in and it's like, hey, Kate. And she's goes, I'm not going to the ball. Mark, dump me. <laughs> nice. So there we go. That's how the word off. got out. Yes, right, yes. Right. And so by that time, she's to the front of the line, and Clara is there, who's the post office worker, and she says, oh, you're sending all these home to your family? You're not going? She says, I have too much work. And Clara says, okay, I'll lock up and I'll walk you home. Clara is played by Conchata Farrell, the maid from Two and a Half Men. Oh, all right. She's Sorry, great. Yeah. Um, yeah, so she and Claire are neighbors. Oh, well, so, that, this yes. makes more sense yes. then. I've never been offered to be walked home by a yes. lady at the post office, yes. but right. it's like if we're neighbors. It's a small town, but still. <laughs> um, so they stop in the town Christmas market, and Clara is telling Kate her nephew didn't get furlough for Christmas, so she's going to be alone. She says, but I could come over and we could have Christmas together. And Kate says, I can't. I Money's so tight, I'm renting out my second bedroom to a guy from HouseShare.com. He's in town starring in the Nutcracker Ballet. Another actor or a dancer. Yeah, he's a dancer. He's a dancer. He's a young Barishnikov. Wow. Okay, uh, number one, early furlough at the last minute here. We're going to get a nice, oh, I made it. Yes. So obviously, now we get the nutty. It's nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought nuts in the cookies. Is yeah, I did too, and now happening? I just now got there. Um, I'm going to go with, yeah, he, like, they can't, maybe it's going to get canceled. He can't pay for the place, and he's going to get a job in the thing. Because I don't mm. see us going for a, we can't have too many suitors for her. You know, we've already got friend zone and then we've got ballet dude. We can't have then the guy who answers the help wanted sign. Wait, friend zone was also eyeballing Melissa Joan No, Hart? friend zone oh. was into Rose of the Best. Oh, the other friends. Oh, I, I missed that. that right? Sorry. Just one for yes. everybody. Got it. Okay, 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 okay. But well, I think now Mark, we, Mark is gone now, I think. Mark's out, but now we can have another person answer the help wanted sign, and it's a, a decision between ballet dude who lives in my house, who's dreamy as hell, and this other guy who's going to change our life, uh, who takes a job. You don't think she's going to just offer him the, ball, the ballet guy the, the job? 
uh, why would you put a help wanted sign up? Otherwise, you need that ting ting. Yeah, he might yeah. come. He, he might, might come in. He, he might come in. But you need that. Yeah, you need the bell on the thing. Like, hey, I could help. Uh, I'm looking for a job, and he's all like hunky as hell. I'm guessing some sort of parallel of the plot of the Nutcracker. Oh God. On some level, is worked in here. Although I don't even remember the plot of the Nutcracker. The main thing I remember about the Nutcracker was when I saw it when I was like four and a half, and I gave myself motion sickness looking through a binoculars in the balcony. Yep. 20 minutes before it was over, and I threw up down onto the seats below. It's a famous story of my household. That's so sweet. A, a little girl below screamed, Mom, he's puking on me! And my mom had to take me out and clean me up in the bathroom. It was amazing. That's a good That's a good childhood story. I had drank a lot of, of my first and only orange Julius. <laughs> that was the last what? orange Julius ever. You must you, have got an egg in it. You throw up a lot of orange <laughs> Julius. <laughs> So Clara and Kate go into Dosselmeyer's Antiques booth. Wow. (laughs) We have a lot of people. Yes. Kate's complaining that there's no time and no one to enjoy Christmas with. And Dosselmeyer's like, that's why we have mistletoe. And she says, do you have a man to come with it? So he gives her what he says is the original nutcracker that inspired the story as a present. Where are we, by the way? Yeah, if they have this object. No, no, not (laughs) not even that. Just I meant to ask. Like, we're just, again, any town USA. Yeah, it seems like a smallish town. But a big enough town that the ballet's in town. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's not a lot of nutcrackers. Yeah, yeah. It's not Chicago. No, no, no. It's a smaller town. Dusselmeyer says the nutcracker comes once a year to remind us of the magic of Christmas. The Nutcracker comes once a year to remind us that moms everywhere believe they could teach their children culture and that they would right. much rather go to a Pixar movie. Uh, yes. <laughs> that night at home, Kate puts the Nutcracker under her threadbare Christmas tree. Oh, we're going real, yeah. We're going real magic. Okay. The next morning, Kate's running late for work and she rushes out, her eyes glued to her phone, and she trips over Barry Watson. Oh, crap. Oh, cripe. No, I'm already there. This is, it's mannequin. It's mannequin with a nutcracker. A little nutcracker? No, he's like going to become a full-size thing, but it's like the nutcracker becomes alive and he's the other, he's the option who's going to take the help wanted job. Oh, it's a nutcracker like, that will help make the cookies. Yeah, yeah, superhuman. yeah. He's he's become a real boy, which is the nutcracker, give or take. She yeah. falls in love with him. And uh, uh, yeah, so it's mannequin, though, yes. to a certain extent. Yes, so Barry Watson, if you don't know who he is, he was the hunky oldest brother seventh on Seventh Heaven. Seventh Heaven, yeah. And he's still looking good, oh, let me yeah. tell you. So he's the, the nutcracker? He well, is on the floor. He's on the floor. We don't know this. I'm predicting okay. this. Okay. He is on the floor somewhere near the tree where mm-hmm. she left the nutcracker the night mm-hmm. before. Okay. And he's dressed as the Nutcracker. Okay, he is fully dressed as Nutcracker. Okay, is not a, like that was not a hard prediction to make then if I'd been watching the movie. Right, right. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah. And she says, oh, you're my house share guy. I guess she found the key under the mat that I left for you. <gasps> oh, wow. So she's never met the dude. Mm-hmm. And so she's like, that's why it's not weird that there's a dude in my house. You're clearly the guy in you're the You're my nut- Airbnb guy. Yeah, who's in the Nutcracker. He's like, yeah, the Nutcracker, that's me. Oh, wait, is this Conchata Farrell who's got the? No, no this, this is, is Melissa Joan, Joan Hart. Okay. This is MJH. She she bought the nutcracker. She put it under the tree. Right. Wakes up the next morning to a hunky boy on the floor dressed as the nutcracker. And her immediate response, rather than calling the cops, is, I like that he was on the floor and she wasn't yes, concerned. He's, he's laying on you're the floor my, and she trips over him. You're my Airbnb dude who I've never met who is sleeping on the floor? She does ask why he slept on the floor. Uh, the couch or the bedroom would have been better. And... He says, I'm here to protect you from the Mouse King. She says, oh, right, you're in the Nutcracker. There we go. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So he's actually the nutcracker. Got it, got it, got it. She says, well, I have to go to work, so catch up later. She runs in at a bakery, and Rose is like, so is your house share guy hot? And Kate says, if you put a tray of cookies next to him, they'd bake on their own. Nice. So it's going to be a guy playing the Nutcracker and a real Nutcracker yeah, for Yeah, In fact, and I... And the real Nutcracker is probably going to end up playing the part in the... In the yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. He's going to be in the ballet. Yeah. He's got to be in the ballet. I'm also... I almost want there to, like, not actually be a... What would you say? I don't even want there to be the competition. I want there just to be a B plot of the ballet guy who now can't get into the house. And, she, and she's like, "No, no, he's already here. You're clearly crazy." He's and so he's now semi homeless. And like, there's a whole B plot of him like like losing his job in the ballet because he can't. He's trying to sleep on a bench and he can't. Right. He doesn't show up in time. I want that like just this side story of just this abandoned ballet guy whose career is completely ruined because of a magical nutcracker. But I don't think that's gonna happen. But I want it. So so Justin looks out the window and he says, is your house share guy dressed like the Nutcracker? <laughs> oh, because he's just like, he, I mean, it's also the Terminator. It's, well, it's Terminator 2. It's like, I've been told to protect you. I'm right. here to protect you. Right. Like, right. Yeah, yeah. You've got an automaton following you around, basically. Yes, he's right. standing in the middle of the street. <laughs> just like, looking at, looking like, at the stoplights and he says, look, Kate, they're Christmas lights. Oh, there's red mm-hmm. and green. So she tries to pull him away and he runs to a tree farm and he's excited to see the Christmas market. Uh, he's excited so, to see the carolers. So we've got a chunk of elf the in elf, here. Yes, he's a Christmas. I, yes, yeah. I, I, this is a born sexy yesterday. Only... It's a man sure. who's born sexy yesterday. Sure. It's like a splash, like a mannequin. But also, I mean, Elf has the, oh, yay, this and that. Yeah, Wait, yeah. born yesterday, like the... Born sexy yesterday is, yeah, I forget which journalist coined that trope, but it's like my stepmother's an alien in Splash, where this beautiful woman shows up and she doesn't really know it. She knows like some stuff from her world, but she doesn't know anything about the world, but she's super sexy and she ends up dating the first guy that, that she sees. Yeah. Species. No, uh, yes. yes. Species yes. Is, is, a, is, a, is a scary born sexy scary yesterday. Born sexy yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. It's, okay. it's uh, what is this thing called love yeah uh earth girls are easy to a but certain not extent weird science no weird science is like exactly turned on its head she, that's yeah. that's uh sexy mary poppins oh yeah it kind of is you're <laughs> yeah, right yeah yeah you're she right. knows everything yeah <laughs> So Kate finally catches up with a nutcracker and the tree lot guy says, your boyfriend just climbed the Christmas tree. And she looks up and he's at the top of the tree. And her response is, he's not my boyfriend. He's just a guy who pays me to sleep in my bedroom. Uh, Wait. Uh, that's for the adults. Yes. Little. I also like that it's like the way you say that, like when you're in high school and you're like a, an asshole 15 year old and there's like an old lady across the street. You're like, hey, your girlfriend's across the street. Check out your girlfriend across the street. Your boyfriend's up in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's because she's following him around. Yeah, yeah. This is always a really tricky tonal balance to have a character that we know is clearly some sort of magical creature and everyone else is accepting as, I'm wondering how well they do it. I guess you get that, out. yes. But also also like that he's kind of an idiot man child. <laughs> but I like that it's gender reverse. We don't get a lot yes. of... Oh, um, what's the other robot? It's a Malkovich. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, making Mr. Right. Making Mr. With, right. Uh, and Magnuson, yes. Is a, is, a, is a bit of this. Okay. The only sexy yeah. Malkovich role I can think of. They make him, like, beefy in that. Well, like, I mean. Blonde hair. And, I mean, that. Dangerously liaisons. He's sexy, but he's not. Little girls wouldn't. Maybe they would. Oh, I mean, I'm all about uh, in the line of fire, because it's just like, he's going to kill the president? I'm in. Let's put that same blonde wig <laughs> in there, too. When he, put, so, yeah. he knows what's up. <laughs> so, uh, the Nutcracker sees Santa and gets really excited, and... Kate's like, hmm. So she takes his hand and walks oh, over to Mark. Oh, now, now it's, it's Mark. Hey, you want to go meet? You want to go mm-hmm. meet Santa? Hey. Yeah. And Tiffany's yeah. are taking the pictures, and Kate says, "We want a Christmas photo." And Mark says, "Well, you're too big to sit on my lap." Close. He it's says, "She says, do you want to sit on my lap?" Oh, gross. And Kate says, 
no, I want to sit on his yes, lap. Yeah. Yes, and they take a picture together. Is Santa in the picture? No, okay. it's just Nutcracker and Kate. <laughs> I really wanted that picture. Just her sitting on his lap and then just like Santa like behind just, hmm. <laughs> so back at the bakery, Kate gets another order for 2,000 more cookies. Okay, you know what? You're allowed to say no to orders at some point. I <laughs> forgot about the cookies already. Right. <laughs> yeah, like... yeah, yeah. Oh, no, he's going to like, I don't know if he's going to magic the cookies or is he do... maybe he, he doesn't need to sleep. And so he can like churn them out like a, he is a robot. With helpers involved. There's going to be helpers. Oh, rats. Something. Oh. <laughs> maybe these squirrels, I predicted. <laughs> squirrels, exactly. I don't think Nutty. so, but. The Nutcracker helps. He carries in like six giant bags of flour all at the same time. I mean, so, yeah, he's more, mm-hmm. He's he's got superpowers. Mm-hmm. He's an automaton. He's he already would know there's something powers. wrong. The world has gone askew. This is not a human being. People would be freaking out already. It's a, it's a tight thought. <laughs> but it's just like, oh, you must. No, it's always that. It's, it's the same as like a Superman thing. It's like, oh, Clark, you must go to the gym a lot. Yeah, yeah I guess yeah, so. Yeah, 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 I guess. When the guy crashes, yeah. 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 And uh, Rosa and. Kate watching kind of ogle him and Rosa says you know we could use his help and maybe he needs a date for the Christmas ball and in the back Justin says I want to go to the Christmas ball <laughs> poor Justin I'm a big fan of this okay, guy Justin. oh yeah okay. he's clearly he's, he isn't misaligned he's not getting this is this is, I think now the third time we brought up a pretty pick on this show but uh, he's not he's not getting duckied here he actually right. smartly is like okay she is not interested this girl at least hasn't chased me off yet and uh, Justin tries to use uh, one of the machines, and he says, this machine's broken again. And Kate's like, I'll go call the repairman. Which machine broke, guys? Oh, God. Oh, the uh, nutcracker. The nutcracking machine broke. <laughs> oh. Technically, like, like nutshelling machine. I don't think that's a she thing. makes nut flowers, apparently. Sure. Okay. So. Uh, gluten-free or something. So yeah, he's going to start know. smashing him with his thighs. Oh. No, with no, his mouth. In his hand. Oh. He cracks it in his hand, just like my grandpa used to. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Human beings can do that. Yes. A nutcracker cracks them with their mouth. Why do they think they cracked them between their thighs? That's just wrong. And Justin's like, wait a minute. So we cut to a nutcracking montage where Rosa videos with her phone uh, the nutcracker cracking a bunch of nuts, like with in between, like his oh, his uh, wow. We're gonna like go this, his forearm and his bicep and in his hands and like doing some fancy nutcracking. Okay, the last thing you need right now, you have enough orders this year. You don't need to go viral. <laughs> Uh, and Barry Watson smiles the whole time. Yeah, he's just a big. Yeah. He is a like like he's just a he's just a German shepherd of a human yes. being. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly how I describe his performance this movie, which is amazing. He's just playing an earnest German shepherd. Oh, beautiful! Oh. I, earnest German shepherd was my favorite uh, post Ernest. Uh, One of the better later ones. Yeah, yeah it was just. It, it, I felt that it was a little uh, tasteless to take clips of Jim Varney that had previously been recorded before he passed away and just put them in the mouth of a CG German yes, shepherd. Yes. But, but it the was best was very cute. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, Vern? <laughs> I was going to say Ray Vern. It's Ernest. <laughs> so Kate comes back in and all the nuts have been cracked. Oh. And Kate's like, hey, do you want a job here? And he smiles at her and he says, I want to help you, Kate. Oh. Hmm. I'm like, yeah. This is a little like the the Save by the Bell when he does the subliminal thing. And it's like, oh, that would be sexy. Oh, God, no. Oh, no, no. In reality, no. Right. <laughs> really? Because that's the point where I realized I needed to change my pants. <laughs> it is a little, it's turning me on a bit. Yeah. He says, I can only stay until Christmas. And she says, what's your name? And he looks down at the cookie he's holding and he says, Macaroon. Mm-hmm. I know. No. Oh, boy. <sighs> the cookie he's holding. Yes. Uh, Milano cookie praline no, no yeah chip oh chip. god damn it boo boy I would have preferred praline <laughs> yeah me too so Kate takes off his giant nutcracker hat and gives him an apron he has been dressed as a nutcracker oh, yes. this whole time oh yes, oh, yes. 
Oh, God, I assumed he at least had lost the hat by now. No. I don't see the, those, the, the last physical gags working without the Nutcracker suit on still. Oh, to wow. Make that connection. Oh, he's yeah. a Nutcracker. Yeah. yeah she puts an apron on him, and she brushes the flower from his chest for a little too long. Sure. And um, Rosa watches and says, those two are so cute together. And so Justin grabs a pinch of flour and throws it on his apron. When she turns back around, she goes, what are you doing? Clean that up. Oh, I love that one. Mm-hmm. He, threw it right, he threw it right at his crotch, too. He's like, Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and Kate says, we're making about 3,000 cookies a day, so after today we'll have 12,000 to go. Yeah, I did the math. Yes, and she's taking him through all of the cookies on the on the retail side and says, every cookie tells a story. I name them after my family because it helps you feel closer to them. <laughs> the and family I, I have chosen. Mm-hmm. I have chosen cookies named after my family instead of my family. <laughs> Including the Sabrina Snickerdoodle. Oh, oh cute. Mm-hmm. And uh, Chip says, just because someone isn't here doesn't mean they're not with you. Aw. So Rosa says, uh, Kate, somebody just canceled their 1,000 cookie order. And Kate freaks out. <laughs> really? I think like, you yeah. math to keep tabs on how many cookies we need. They already made f- them. Oh, okay. And Justin okay. says, That's let's, fair, let's just add them to another order. And Kate says, we can't do that. They'll dry out. Ah, okay. So these are like, you got to turn, you got to get them out like the day of, we got to think. Yeah, okay. yeah. They're very got specific it. orders she's filling every day, which I'm glad they addressed that because I was like, you can't make Christmas cookies six days ahead. They'll be dry. I mean, you can, but you just have to use a lot of extra butter and undercook them. <laughs> What is the, the 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 guy who's away in the army? What does he have a specialty? That we, that we, Not that the, I know. No, of. he's just gonna yet? be a last second, like at the. Oh, at I think the... it's gonna be him and the guy with the crush in a car racing somewhere. Oh, okay, mm. okay. I'm I'm going with just like at the ball, like it's just gonna be like one of those like soldiers surprise comes home videos. I don't know how I. And I understand that doesn't involve the plot at all, but like sometimes they don't. Character. Economy of characters. Yes. you got to make Well, cookies. they're never economy of characters in this. That's the one. Yeah. Scripts, sets are expensive. Actors are cheap. That's that's what I've learned watching these. Yeah, when's the ballet going to come back into this? Oh, he's in the ballet. Uh, so that night, Chip and Clara are sitting at Kate's table with uh, some remains of some Chinese food. And Chip picks up a fortune cookie and looks at it quizzically and then drops the whole thing in his mouth. Oh, I wanted him to shatter it with his nutcracking yeah. hands and be like, there's paper in here. And Clara says, if you break that in two, it'll be easier to eat. So he pulls the fortune out of his mouth and reads it. It says, may every day have music in your life. It's like sugar palm fairy music starts playing um, right there. No, <laughs> Clara's like, whatever the version of Alexa is, like, hey, Andrea, play Christmas music. And they start singing along. And Chip says, wow, Christmas is magical. Anything can happen. Because he doesn't know where the music's coming from. you know. Sure. And Kate says, like, l- losing a huge cookie order. Oh, you're not very good at this. Kate needs an attitude to... Yeah, she's... Uh, yeah. Wow. Refresher. A thousand cookies. You'd think mm-hmm. you'd get prepaid Exactly, for this. exactly. There's a lot of business problems mm-hmm. in these movies. So the next day, Kate comes down the stairs, and Chip has fully decorated the house for Christmas, and she has a nicer Christmas tree. He's upgraded her Christmas tree. Yeah. He he saw a photo of her childhood Christmas and tried to recreate it as best he could. From Balsam Hill. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then he says, at your service. Oh, uh, and then just, and just kind of goes to like does he go to like kind of a military attention pose no it's oh, just okay. more like princess bride he's just like okay. at your service kate yeah, yeah good and then i changed my pants again oh there's been no established oh there's been no established <laughs> set of how long he gets to be a human yet or um, whether only until gonna... christmas presumably well, he said he's christmas. gonna be on he christmas to... and it was six days at the beginning christmas. of the plot yeah yeah, yeah. right um, he's a christmas miracle mm-hmm so outside the bakery, there's a line to get in. Chip leans down and looks at the phone. A little girl in front of him oh, is holding. Oh, there we go. Now we can get rid of... Mm-hmm. Shh, I'm mad I didn't spot that. We went viral with the 
nutcracking video and now we can sell our thousand extra cookies mm-hmm. to walk ups because they want to yes. see hunky yes. hunky nutcracking right. man. Right. And Kate says we're selling today and Chip's going to the front of the house. Like I called it and then I dropped it. I'm mm. mad at myself. <laughs> Uh, so cut to Chip, and he's standing at a table in the bakery, cracking nuts for kids, and they're videoing him, it's just, and it's some wacky it's just stuff. Coyote ugly for crush video <laughs> fetishists. Um, and then we'll cut to later, Chip standing in the empty bakery, just like smiling when this woman walks in, and he asks if she wants a nut. Oh, wow. <laughs> and then he cracks a walnut, and that's when I was like, oh shit, this movie is Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. That that's another one. That's, a, I, yeah, I, that's why she didn't want to say it before, and I, you thought it, and I didn't, I didn't think it. That's a lot of Edward Scissorhands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the woman says, can you put, please put up this poster in the window for the Christmas ball tonight? And he takes it, and he goes and asks Rosa, and she says, it's not a good idea. Kate never goes. Kate hates that thing, mm-hmm. yeah. So later, Kate comes in, and Chip is pulling something out of the oven, and he guesses. And she's like, what's going on? And Rosa and Justin have been, like, cheering him on. Little gingerbread men helpers? Uh, yeah, or, or or gingerbread, like, nutcracker guys. Yeah. yeah. No, it's, a a cake. it's a cake that says Christmas ball with me. Another one for the adults. And he kneels in front of her, yes, and presents it to her, and she says yes. So Justin grabs a cupcake and kneels and holds it out to Rosa, but she doesn't see, and she starts clapping, and she knocks the cupcake into his face. Poor I know Justin. Rosa deserves Justin. Yeah, I think she needs to pay more attention. Yeah. Also, he took a fully iced cake out of the oven. Cup. Oh, yes, yes, yes. With with gumdrops on it already. But it was in the oven. Mm-hmm. Gotta suspend your disbelief, I suppose. So uh, Kate decides to go to the dress store and see Ginger, the dress store owner, and we have our bad dress montage. Sure. And I see because of the size of the set, Melissa Joan Hart has to take a very awkward pratfall, and then she lands right in front of the dress. Oh, she yeah, that look up. <gasps> look at those. Look at those sequins. Mm-hmm. And, it's uh, an Ed Hardy dress. <laughs> Kate admires a scarf for Chip while she's checking out, and the um, store owner says, you can have that for Christmas. Merry Christmas. No. Outside their houses, and Clara and Kate kind of live in like a duplex where their doors are right near each other. Sure. Yeah, you can do that like each leave in the morning and be mm-hmm. like, oh, hello. Yeah. Right. Chip pulls up in a horse-drawn carriage. Of course he does. Yeah. And Clara says, this isn't Cinderella. You don't have to be home by midnight. And I strongly suggest that you aren't. Oh, well, but they're adults and they have a house. So I'd say be in by 10 and then let things get wild. Yeah. my suggestion. Yeah. <laughs> so Kate gives Chip the scarf and he puts it on. And when they get there, you know, she takes off her cape and she reveals this like giant ball gown, which I'm sure Melissa Joan Hart is like, I want that one because I want that to come home yeah. with me. And I 100% agree with her decision. And he tells her that she looks like a shining star and like a princess. Okay, I was going to say princess. Got to mm-hmm. be a princess. Yeah, yeah. And then, you look like a 12-year-old Russian girl. Yes. And then uh, upstairs, Kate goes straight to the silent auction. And she's like, oh, this is great because I have a lot of Christmas shopping left to do. And, and uh, yeah, and there's, they're all gift baskets. And so she, she, she starts writing it down and she explains the silent auction to him. So she starts like bidding on some stuff. It's weird. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, no. He's going to bid on something. Like he's going to be like, but he doesn't know any better. He's going to like overbid. He doesn't have it's any time money. for some conflict. Yeah. He, yeah exactly. His naivete needs to result in something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. We didn't. We, we lost a thousand cookie order. Oh, it, that's okay. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, and then Rosa buys a raffle ticket from dress store owner that's for a trip to Hawaii. She's like, I've always wanted to go to Hawaii. And so Justin buys like 20. Oh, of course. So Kate and Chip are looking at the gift baskets and she picks up a nutcracker and says, This looks like you. And he turns it upside down, looks at the feet and says, This one's from China. It's made I'm from in Germany. China. Yeah. Right. I knew it was a made in China joke. I knew it was the second it was happening. Uh, so they all sit at a table with Mark and Tiffany. Because dress- that's not awkward yeah. at all. Yeah. And the dress shop owner says, I'm so glad you came this year. I know it's your busy season. And Kate says, Christmas doesn't have to be stressful. And Justin and Rosa just look at each other like, Who is this person? Ah. Uh. 
She's 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 getting changed in her heart by mm-hmm. the magic of Christmas. Yes. Mm-hmm. And a stupid man. Yes. And Clara uh, turns to Chip and says, you know, you remind me a lot of my nephew. He's stationed in Germany right now. Uh, oh, oh, oh uh, there is. There is. I think there is also a soldier or a something. I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to remember my nutcracker. Yeah, isn't there? think so and the nutcracker turns into like the head of the army oh is that what it yeah, is but there's the, the magic land but then there's the rat king yes with the mouse king a, he's a rat <laughs> um so the dress store owner says the silent auction is closing in a minute and chip excuses himself oh yeah oh yeah ten thousand uh-huh. dollars for yes. this one basket yeah on like every single basket Oh, in every basket? Mm-hmm. And where, what do you remember? Do you have a number? Uh, but not yet. Something stupid. Oh, not sorry. Yet. Okay. Uh, and then uh, he goes back to the, the raffle and buys like all the rest of the raffle tickets. Oh, man. He is the worst gambler in the world. <laughs> uh, I will bet $1,000 on all the numbers on the roulette yes. wheel. Um, and the dress store owner is the one running the raffle booth and the music starts and he grabs her to take her downstairs to dance. So Kate and Rosa go to the balcony and watch Chip waltz with like he's sort of like waltzing with every single woman he's like going around and waltzing with the woman and then sure. like bringing her back to her partner and waltzing with the next one he's just having a great time anything can happen at Christmas mm-hmm. yeah and Mark comes up and says to Kate would you like to dance and she says yes I would like to dance and then she walks away nice nice cool yes. Yes. I like it then he turns to Rosa and says the same thing and she just also walks away and he's like damn I brought two cookies to just crush right. in front of their <laughs> yes. face I was gonna. <laughs> I was setting them up and they burned me. <laughs> uh, so then Kate and Chip waltz. And she says, do you really have to leave on Christmas Eve? And he says, I can't change that. Ah, these are the rules of the terrible curse mm-hmm. I live under. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mark is announcing the winners of the silent auction. And he gets handed the clipboard. And we see that Chip has put Kate's name down with like $145 bid. Okay. I mean, that's not horrifying. Right? Yeah, but still. I mean, it's money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Um, and so he goes through and we cut to like, gift basket after gift basket and kate wins them all of course and she also wins the raffle for the trip to hawaii wow how is she gonna keep running her bakery yes yeah and then they're back at the house and chip says i had a wonderful time escorting you this evening and he looks at her dreamily and then says catch up later and he goes into his room <laughs> I, I, I like his odd asexualness though i like this just like this was wonderful and she's like oh yeah and he's like all right good night bye right. well, well her, her bed is covered in gift baskets at this point oh, so there's can't. not even room well but he's he's gonna have to do it under the christmas tree he's got a bedroom in there that's where he ran i just like he's just like good night see you in the noble, morning noble and sexless <laughs> I, kinda, yes. I kinda like well i mean hunky and noble and sexless you've You've seen a nutcracker before, right? They are, they are like, they make a Ken doll look endowed. Sure, of course. Uh, so the next morning, Kate goes to the bakery. The chalkboard says three days till Christmas. And Justin's there. And he said, Chip got started early. I don't know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just churned them all out. He's baking. And she says, oh, you're working. And he says, surprisedly, the cookies don't bake themselves. <laughs> Which is like his, his, my favorite line reading in the whole movie is that right That's there. Barry Watson is so funny in this movie. Like, like it, does that feel like it could have been on paper? Like uh, the writer intended like the cookies don't bake themselves. And yeah. he like was like, he, it's like one of those like, like yeah. I don't understand idioms. And it's the cookies don't bake themselves. Yeah, like, I 100% think it was an actor's choice. And it's in, hilarious. In my magical world, they do. But mm-hmm. in your weird life world... Ugh, it would be strange if he delivered it with a, with a sarcasm. Yeah, yeah. That would be odd for a, a, a human, humanized nutcracker. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he made a new cookie called the Nut Chip. Oh, because they're all named after his, her family, mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. people in her yes. sure. And Melissa Joan Hart tasted it and she says, I love the Nut Chip. Yes. And Justin says, okay, you two, these are billable hours. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's the boss. Yes. 
He's, he's got a lot of nerve. She can pay him for Justin. sex if she wants she, to. She, yeah. she's, she's, That's not illegal or anything. She's the boss. And while she's probably only paying him minimum wage, he's clearly not a legal worker. <laughs> he does not have the paperwork to fill out a uh, tax form. Mm-hmm. Sort of an angry, angry incel a little bit. He's sort of growing <laughs> yeah, in this no, no, background. No. I know. I'm a little worried he's going to snap it. <laughs> Notice me. Damn it. Uh, oh, no. I didn't tell you this. Uh, at the beginning, Justin says, like, I don't want to work all this overtime. I quit my job at the law firm so I could focus more on painting. And now I'm doing all of this baking. Oh, man, I yeah. suddenly like him again, yeah. though, because that's my entire life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Kate's like, you're the Picasso of cookie decorators. Like, you're bad. I'm sorry. No, no, no. No, oh, God, Wait, it's even worse. She says, up. you're the Pollock. Melissa Joan Hart says, you're the Pollock of cookie decorators. Oh, so great. Good. I don't think that's what people pay for. Yeah, th- that's not a compliment. <laughs> well, I mean, you... That was her choice of, I'm going to say he's like a great artist. She chose yeah. Pollock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You're 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 emotionally abusive and uh, only like really overly up there ass art folks are like, nice cookie. Yes. Everybody else is like, gross. Mm. It's like, you're the Basquiat of cookie decorating. That's why all my fucking cookies look like a six-year-old did them. Get your shit together, Chested. <laughs> Got you again, modern art. <laughs> Who's the guy who does sports paintings? That's who I'd want to be. Le- oh. Leroy Neiman, is that who oh, yeah. <laughs> Those are the kind of cookies I would want. Maybe the Remington cookies. <laughs> I want him to delic- be like... A delicious horse. <laughs> I'm, I'm the Mondrian of cookies, and he just puts a little yellow square on all of them. Oh, I'm. there's no way there's not a bakery that does that. That's like mm. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so their goal today is 3,000 cookies. So oven's on for a montage. Go, go, go. Montage. Mm-hmm. And so Chip's still wearing his nutcracker gear, but he's taken off the coat. So he's wearing like a thermal undershirt and suspenders with his yeah, nutcracker I kn- pants. I knew he had suspenders. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's still like, oh, I love that we haven't redressed him, though. Okay. It's so weird. I skipped over it. Uh, the Chinese food night. Like Kate's pissed off and Clara's like, I have some, I still have some clothing that I think will fit you. Come over. Let's give her a minute. And then cut to him in like full 80s wear when he's wearing like a crazy t-shirt and like parachute pants and like wraparound sunglasses and a uh, acid wash denim jacket. Ooh. And then he goes back and she's falling asleep on the couch. And then these clothes never it come just back never comes back. He's it back was to... a one-off gag. And she doesn't say like, these are my old dead husband's clothes. Mm-hmm. They're just, clearly not the nephew's clothes they're from the 80s. Zeke Z- Cavaricci's yeah. <laughs> It is weird. And it's it's funny because Barry Watson makes it funny, but it's a completely well, wasted she's joke. she's the dress lady, right? No, no she's no, the no, post, no. Office she's post office lady. Office lady. She's just, she found them in a box so, that hadn't been delivered for 40 years. Right. At, at the end of the montage, Chip quizzically looks at the clipboard where he's just made a bunch of hash marks and he says, we've made 6,000 cookies today. Whoops. Yeah. That seems like too many cookies. Well, I guess, I mean, maybe. It's double. It, it, but, it, but it was like, maybe it wasn't a constant order of 15,000 cookies. It was 15,000 cookies in these six days and there were light days and heavy days maybe. Yeah, yeah. Right. So Kate says, oh, I guess tomorrow we can all take the day off to relax. Oh, no, but they're going to dry out. <laughs> okay, not a problem anymore. Maybe they ship them a day early. I Got don't know. It. I guess people can complain. So um, Chip and Kate go on a Christmas montage. Jeez. They make a snowman. Montage three. Yes, they carol. They go ornament shopping and this is my other favorite moment in the movie where they go to an ornament store and Chip has this look of wonderment on his face when he finds an entire wall full of nutcrackers oh, and he gets misty eyed and <gasps> it is amazing yeah that's like a good I, miss, joke. I miss i miss my soldiers you know yeah yeah i would be stoked if i just like walked into a store and there were like a thousand action figures of me on a wall i would be like I would, yeah. I would sink into existential crisis <laughs> yeah. if i saw that well if they were cool <laughs> I mean, if they're realistic, then I'd be bummed out. I'd be like, do I look like that? Ew. I'm so not unique. <laughs> yeah. That's oh, Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story 2. That's too. a good point. Mm-hmm. Be, yeah, I think I'd be stoked. And then they ended by ice skating. And um, she's not very good, but of course, Chip is amazing. And Chip's like, you just need to skate with someone. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so all the kids who are in line to go see Mark Santa run over to watch Chip skate. And Mark says, oh, OK, that's fun. Mm-hmm. And Mark says, why didn't Kate enjoy Christmas with me? Is it because he's a better actor? And Tiffany says, he's not a better actor. He's a better man. man. Yes. Yes. She's good to say between person and man. Yeah. I watched you do the same decision. Right? <laughs> man. <laughs> Mark is really, I think that's enough comeuppance for Mark. I would see that's more pretty, hateful pretty than I like, like that his new girlfriend is just straight up like, no, he's just better. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, he's a better human being. <laughs> I'm still with you though, because I'm also garbage. My name's Tiffany. <laughs> um, so Kate and Chip finish skating, and they go to sit down. And Chip kneels in front of her and takes off her skates. Chip is being irresponsible with Melissa Joan Hart's heart here. Yes. He has to go back in three days. Yes. And she says, "I think I'm falling in love again with everything." Huh. And Chip sits next to her and says. I've loved Christmas for a long, long time, but never as much as this year. And she leans over and kisses him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then he says, that was good. Can we do it again? Like oh. he's never been kissed before. He's a smooth operator no, for a fish out of water. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's very little fr- fish out of water issues so far. I'm yeah. Surprised. Yeah. It's got to yeah. be all coming at the end. Yeah. Like he starts turning yeah. back into wood painfully. <laughs> <laughs> my mouth. Oh, my God. Like that. <laughs> so a bunch of kids run over and surround him and she's like, you can stay here. I'll go home and change. I'll meet you at the Nutcracker. And as soon as she leaves, oh, she's she, like, still under the impression that mm-hmm. he's a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. God, so he hasn't. It doesn't seem weird that he hasn't had a rehearsal. No, they should have asked him, and he says, "I don't need to rehearse. I am the Nutcracker." Oh, and I so know like, it. Oh, okay. <laughs> we assume we know what you meant. So he, as soon as Melissa Joan Hart exits, he takes off his hat and pulls walnuts out of it and says, "Who wants to watch me crack some nuts?" And all the kids are like, "Yeah." <laughs> This town sucks. Yeah. <laughs> like, that trick is neat once. Oh, shit. Oh, you he's doing the nutcracker. You crack, you crack nuts with your hands. You're, you're strong. You want to see me do the thing? No, no I, I'm good. Once. I'm good. Yeah, good. He's, he's this year's Tickle Me Elmo I at that town. I've seen it. Yeah. So Kate's at home, and she's finishing getting ready, and she gets a text that says, your house share is canceled due to illness. Oh, there it is. <sighs> That's the, here we go, third act. Uh, yeah. yeah. What? But who are you? So she And she looks Terror under her mat. Her. Yeah, she looks <laughs> under her mat, and the spare key is even still there. What? Mm-hmm. So she goes back to the Christmas village, but Dalsa Meyer's gone. And, I'm, uh, I'm, in, I'm enwrapped. Mm-hmm. And then we're in the, the uh, lobby of the theater, and Chip is standing there with a corsage just waiting for her. Aww. Mm-hmm. And she goes... Who are you? I she's sort of like walking around the town, just like pulling stuff off the snowman they made, and uh, oh, she's all she's in full like 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 uh, gouging the eyes out of their picture yeah, type she's, mode. She's okay. like pissed off, and she's like going for a long walk, and then we keep cutting back to Barry Watson sitting there holding a corsage, waiting for her. Got it, got it. And so she finally walks in when the lights are dimming. And he holds the flowers out toward her, and she says, are you supposed to be on stage? So she walks into the theater, and she grabs a program, he follows her, and she says, see, your name's not even in here. Whatever your name actually is. And he says, I never lied to you, Kate. And they start getting shushed by the audience, and she's like, we can talk about this after, but they still sit together. And Chip's hold, just holding the corsage in front of him the whole time. Oh. Mm-hmm. Does he at any point look at her and say, I don't have to watch it, Katie. I lived, I lived it. it. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Um, so the ballet starts, the nutcracker is put under the tree, and Kate flashes back to putting hers under the tree. And mm-hmm. the nutcracker wakes up as a man, and Kate flashes back to tripping like, over Chip on the floor. I like that. I mean, yes, I guess we have to have Melissa Joan Hart figure it out, but I like that we did it in flashbacks like we're like, oh, oh. <laughs> like there's just one little old lady who loves these movies who's just like, oh, I, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so we do this like four times and so Kate finally looks at him in realization and he just nods at her <laughs> I 
I can read your thoughts. He doesn't want to interrupt the ballet. So she takes his hand, uh, and then when it ends, they walk out, and Kate says, were you ever going to tell me that this wasn't real? And he says... Oh, he says... It is real. It was real. This is the most real I've ever been. Oh, yeah. there we go. Okay. That is better. That is a better... Mm-hmm. That's a good rewrite. Yeah. And she walks away, and Chip is left standing in the lobby, still hoarding, well, holding, holding the, the corsage. corsage. Yeah. Poor Chip. Uh, so the next day, Kate is, changes the bakery board to zero days till Christmas, and the goal say, is a thousand this, cookies. Is this Christmas? Mm-hmm. It's Christmas Eve day. Is, yeah. So Kate rolls in. Justin are finishing cookies and packing them up. The uh, the door chime goes for the. For, yeah. Oh, I knew there was a door chime. And um, yes. she goes in there, and Chip's standing in front of the the table where he was cracking all the nuts. And he says, I think I thought I'd finish my last day. And Kate says, no, it hurts too much. So he leaves, mm-hmm. but he stands guard across from the bakery door. <laughs> Perfectly acceptable behavior. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rose and Justin look out the window and they're like, he's still there. He's been there for an hour. And Kate comes in front of them and closes the drapes. So Justin comes out and says, you can't stand here. And Chip says, the Mouse King is coming. I can feel it. Oh, there we go. Oh, okay, here we go. Oh, oh, so it's a it's a mistaken identity. The I mean, for Chip, it's the, the nephew coming comes back and he's just going to immediately read him as a threat. He's the yes, right. Got it. Okay. Which I could an echo I, of some other movie that I'm not placing right now. Yeah. But the, oh, the Fisher King a little bit maybe. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah, Fisher King feels about right. Yeah, actually. Uh so Justin says, "No, he's not coming and you need to give Kate some time." So Chip leaves and inside the bakery, Kate is telling Rosa that Chip is the wooden nutcracker come to life. He's not real. And Rosa says, "Who cares?" <laughs> Solid answer. Like, Christmas time. Like same thing though. Like mannequin. You're like, uh, what? Well, I mean, she's really a mannequin. You're like, did you did you see her when she wasn't being a mannequin? That's cool. It's it's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> and Rosa says, what you had with Chip was more real than most people ever get. Yeah, we're really hitting this real that thing. Line again. Mm-hmm. This yes. feels this this mm-hmm. feels like Chris Nolan wrote it or something. In one week, that was more real than anything she'd ever done. Well, Mark sucked. Yeah, but that was kind of real. <laughs> it was really, <laughs> really, sucked. really, really real. Self involved and a jerk. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of real. It's fair. So Mark still dressed as Santa sits down in the town bar and sees Chip down the bar and he's drinking a like ice cream soda okay yeah yeah Yeah. and he says kate asked him to leave and mark's like wait she broke up with you and chip says i'm gonna wait until the mouse king comes because i have to protect her and then i'm gonna leave and now mark is over to the bartender and gives him some money and says like keep making him ice cream sodas and and keep him here oh keep him here i thought i was i was hoping for a get him drunk but yeah to Mm -hmm. keep him here uh now mark's gonna go pitch some woo and he leaves. So the bartender's like, where are you from? And and Chip's like, I'm from the town in Germany that's in charge of ice cream and candy canes. <laughs> uh, Kate's walking around looking for Chip because she's realized, you know, she wants to say goodbye to him. And cut back to the bar. And Chip is theatrically telling the story of the Nutcracker in the first person to everyone in the bar. And they're wrapped. Sure. Partially to give uh, the audience a little bit of extra Those plot information. Yes. Yeah. So they can uh, also feel smugly. So then when it happens, it's like, oh, OK, nutcracker. OK, mm-hmm. this is I see the parallels. Like story. Now. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's a good call. (laughs) It was a smart move on their part. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. And Kate runs into Mark outside the bakery. He says he hasn't seen Chip all day, but I've been thinking I think we should get back together. Of course. Kate cuts him off because the delivery truck rolls up. It's going to deliver that last giant order of cookies. Yeah, the the last thousand Mm -hmm. cookies. I like can't wrap my head around like how many a thousand, like how many boxes are a thousand cookies? Mm, That's a lot. Uh, (laughs) So the the name on the truck says Moosel and Sons Trucking. Okay. Musel and Sons, mm-hmm. or Musel and Sons. Musel. No, I don't. I don't have it. Is, Is that a, a reference? Nutcracker reference. Uh, and it's a father and son get out of the truck. They're wearing hilarious fake handlebar mustaches. Oh, they are straight up like uh, I'm here with the truck. Uh, They're both wearing gray. They're mice. Oh, wraps. they look like mice. And Got the son it. is eating oh. cheese. Oh God. Oh, yeah, okay. 
Oh, this is too wacky. It's not zany, though. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> it's and, nutty. Not at all yeah. zany. And Kate says, oh, great, perfect. You can start loading the cookies. He's like, we don't load the cookies, mouse, but you're not union. Mouse-ul. Yeah, Got it. you're not union, yeah. so you can't load the cookies. And she's like, let me guess. There's a Christmas union membership special fee. He's like, yeah, it's only $5,000. Nah. And in the bar... Chip is telling everyone, I looked out and there he was. And then he looks, he out looks the across, window. Yeah, he looks across the street. Yeah. And there's a lamppost covering part of the oh, side and of the truck. So it just mouse. says the mouse king. Oh, wait. Ma- mm-hmm. Oh, mouse trucking. Mouse and king. It's a wide street lamp that's blocking yes. that. <laughs> so Chip runs out and stands in front of Melissa Joan Hart and holds out his wooden sword. And intimidates them. And Kate Wait, says, he's had a wooden sword. Oh, I was going to say, he's had a wooden sword the whole time. Oh, God. No. Okay. I never used it. Yeah. It's okay. It's yeah, come up multiple it. times. I mean, we've clearly seen it. Yeah, yeah. We know about it. It's okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I love that it, like, in our world of watching this movie in our head, it was like, I had to, like, retroactively yeah. give him give a wooden a sword, sword in all the scenes. Yeah. <laughs> a little more threatening. It's more fun. Yeah, like, he got his wooden sword stuck in the tree when he climbed the tree. Of course. Like, sure, yeah. sure. I've had a wooden sword. I know what happened. <laughs> And Kate says, either you deliver my cookies or I'm going to let my nutcracker go to town on you. Gross. Mm-hmm. And uh, he, she says, right, Chip? And he says, at your service. Aww. And then I changed my pants again. <laughs> um, and so cut to the town people helping load the cookies. And oh, then they finally cheer we, as a truck drives away. couldn't possibly load them fast. Oh, man. I was really hoping, and I don't think we're getting there. I was really hoping we were going to go for the at least once that Chip kicks somebody in the balls. Just mm-hmm. once. No. Just to do the joke. The chip king, the, the, the nutcracker joke. Oh. Either Mark, Mark, or the Mouse King. It's just like, ah. like I got gotcha. you, and it just and you don't even ref. You just have him do it, and it's like, and you don't say anything about it, and you let it sit. I'm I just, would like that. Yeah, I would like that. Something for the kids. So Kate asks Chip where he was, and he says, "I was at the bar with Santa." <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kate's like, "You liar!" And the kids are like, "Santa's a liar!" And they all chase him away. <laughs> nice. And then uh, dresser owner Ginger says, "Now who's going to read the kids the Christmas story tonight?" Oh uh, well. I mm-hmm. guess this guy who's the other guy who's been wearing a costume the entire yes, movie. Right. Yes. So uh, Chip is reading Twas a Night Before Christmas and he goes, not a creature was stirring, not even a, and he grimaces and he hands the book to Kate. I can't say this word. Yeah. And she says mouse. <laughs> and then in the word, she changes the work. in the hopes that St. Nick would soon be there into in the hopes that the Nutcracker soon would be there. Oh. Mm-hmm. At Kate's house, they're alone finally, and they're sitting at the table with eggnogs, and the power goes out. And so she Gotta goes to the candle. kitchen, and she's like, "I'll find some candles." And she comes back, and he's lit a ton of candles already. No, he just he just fully sixteen candles. candles. God damn it! Oh, you're saying he Jake Ryan? He Jake he Jake Ryan's the the kitchen. Uh, he's not leaning against everything, so it doesn't count as a Jake Ryan. <laughs> and he says, "At your service." Three times. He can't kick anybody in the nuts. So he's yeah. going to be the mm-hmm. princess bride. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Um, and they sit on the couch, and she says, you showed me how to enjoy Christmas, and I need to slow down and enjoy my life. And she drifts asleep holding his hand. And she wakes up, and it's just a nutcracker sitting on the couch next to her. He's on the table, and he's wearing the scarf. Oh. He's wearing the, the scarf. scarf. Oh, I knew the him. scarf. I knew the scarf mm-hmm. was going to. I, I didn't call it out. Yes, in the front scarf. of it, there's a card that says, at your service. And she turns it around. It says, see you, see you next, next Christmas. Year. Yeah, yes. see you next Christmas, of course. Mm-hmm. And so Kate gets up and she runs next door and brings a gift basket to Clara. And she says, dinner at my house at one o'clock. This is Christmas Day, of course. So maybe Clara already has a ham and she's already cooking it. And Kate's just being selfish. I don't know. The, the, well, she's next door. You bring the ham. Everybody mm-hmm. likes a ham. Yeah. So then Kate goes to the dress store owner and gives her a new gift basket, another gift basket. Sure. It's a, it's the It's a Wonderful Life run mm-hmm. through the town. Yeah. Merry Christmas, she old broken down movie theater. But yes, it's, yes. Uh, mm-hmm. it's bringing people gift baskets and inviting them to dinner. So it's, it's Scrooge meets It's a Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she goes to Rose's and... 
Justin answers the door in a frilly yes. lady bathrobe that dressed does... like a nutcracker. Um, you're close. He's there, and they're wearing matching Christmas PJs. <gasps> oh, so that just happened. Off. Yeah. They buy the PJs yesterday. Why? <laughs> I feel like the side cool of this is that he went over to her house at Christmas Eve and said, "I got you a present," and she's like, "Oh, they're just cute, fuzzy jammies," and he's like, "I bought myself some too," and then she's like, "Get over here on my face and let's kiss." Oh, okay. I thought that was going a very different way the way you said that. <laughs> um, and so Kate gives Rosa the trip to Hawaii and of course, a week off of paid vacation. There you go. Sure. I mean, I feel like a week and off paid vacation is, well, half of what she deserves. Yes. Just when it comes to paid vacation. Come on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't offer Justin any vacation. I don't think so. Justin can go fuck himself. Dude, he's got student loans from his lawyer in school. Yeah. Um, so she comes home with groceries, cuts out the turkeys in the oven. There's a knock on the door. And she runs out, throws her arms around this person. And it's like, I'm so happy you came back. And there he says, go. do I know you? Oh, goddamn. Yep. Barry Watson is also playing the is playing the nephew oh, who God, didn't I come wish, back. Oh, no. No, no. no. He's, just oh. in his, he's just in his uniform. He's no. in his he's in his military uniform. So yeah, he's yeah. not wearing a giant hat. No, 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 no. Exactly. It's not it's, Barry Watson. Oh, okay. No. Oh, I'm sorry it's to brush your bubble. It's not Barry. It's just the it's nephew. It's the nephew okay. in his fatigue. Yes, yes, yes. Sure. Oh, and he's sort of yeah, okay. Yeah, he's in his he's in like his dress uniform. Uh, he says, Sorry, I couldn't change. I flew all night from Germany just to be here with my aunt for Christmas. So he's kind of dressed like a nutcracker himself. A little bit. I mean, he's military, modern military. Yeah, that's going somewhere. And Aunt Clara says, It just wouldn't be the same without you. And he says, Just because someone's not there doesn't mean they're not with you. Mm-hmm. He sure does. <laughs> uh, and then, like, everybody else comes over. Later, Kate sees the nephew crack a walnut with his bare hand. Uh, I, why isn't it not just Barry Watson in a dual role? That'd be so much know. better. I because know. I think they really do want to make another one of these next year. Oh, I'm yes. surprised he's yes. not going to be in Hawaii. I guess. Oh, yeah, there we go. Well, much like Beetlejuice, that's yeah. what you do with the yeah. sequel. It's going to be like forgetting Sarah Marshall, but Justin and the Nutcracker on vacation in Hawaii. <laughs> and then uh, when Kate brings a turkey out, she sets it down, and Effie pulls her chair out for her, and she says, thank you, and he says, at your service. Oh, there it is. Mm-hmm. I'm still mad about it not being Barry Watson. Yeah, and then I realized I was out of clean pants. No. You should just get a Snuggie. <laughs> and after dinner, Kate washes dishes with Rosa, and Rosa says, looks like there's someone hot under your tree. <laughs> and Kate goes out there, and Nephew is holding a gift bag, and he says, I know you've been a good friend of my aunt, and so I brought you a thank you present. It's a nutcracker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. From Germany. From the real thing. Mm-hmm. And he says, the guy I bought it from insisted I give you this card, too. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And it says, always remember Christmas is a magical time. Your friend, Dosselmeyer. <laughs> that is a Nutcracker reference, I believe. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. He is the grandfather type yeah. who brings Claire the Nutcracker. Right. I thought you guys would get that earlier. I did. I just, okay. I'm explaining to our less literate yes. uh, listeners. Anyway. Our less ballet, liter- <laughs> ballet literate listeners. That's hard to say. I, I threw up at the Nutcracker once. I know the Nutcracker. Um, and uh, they all start to sing carols. And Nephi says, come on, Kate, you should sing along. And she says. You should sing along. She says. At oh, your service. Oh. And then we pan over and zoom in to the chip nutcracker on the mantle. And he winks at us. We had to get one last. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Yes. So, uh, Yancey, now that you've heard the plot, would you watch this movie? I'm curious. There are certain scenes as you describe them that I would love to see. Mm-hmm. Um, I would watch it. Sure. I want to at least see a montage of the montages. Yeah, I want a single montage of three montages. Oh, I agree. It is leaving the door open for uh, a sequel. It is Because here's why. You still can leave the door open for a sequel. It's like she sort of knows Barry Watson. Like she's seen him in the town once. So that's how she – and it's like, oh, it was all a dream. I sort of, you know, I projected this thing. But then for the sequel, 
he does come back to life, and now it's it's a you got to choose between this guy and that guy, but they're both Barry Watson. Well, Purple Rose of Cairo is almost exactly, where we're going. Wow, exactly. Yeah. Some high shelf. Yeah, yeah. Barry Watson gets to play like a big, like dumb golden yeah. retriever, and then he gets to play like like a real kind of serious, like we get a like a PTSD plot. That's a good line. idea. They only make Purple Rose of Cairo once. They ripped it off enough times. Jordan tries to turn each of these movies into Rambo. There is not enough PTSD and not enough Pretty in Pink in any of these movies. Um, is the dress woman anything like any pots in Pretty and Pink? I was just oh, thinking that. that would be nice. Maybe. I mean, you never see a father, but you see like 18 children. <laughs> so if anybody asks you if you want to watch A Very Nutty Christmas, the answer is yes, you do. It's so wacky. Barry Watson is so funny. And it really like, I, I feel like when they're pitching this movie, Paula Hart, um, Melissa Joan Hart's momager, and she were like going like, "Why should we make this Christmas movie?" And Paul Hart's like, "Remember that poster we used to have? That's a picture of a gingerbread man that says he's the perfect man. He's sweet. He doesn't talk back. And if you don't like him, you can bite his head off. Like, let's make a movie about that." And then three minutes later, he became a he became a nutcracker because everyone loves a man can't in do uniform. A sexy gingerbread man. A sexy gingerbread man would be very weird. Uh, I just like that it was more like she was just like had missed out on the pitch. Uh, for the gender reverse splash that I think is still, and she was like, I thought I, uh, oh, I forgot about the yeah, it's still, yeah. it's still, in, it's still happening somewhere with the C tates. Mm-hmm. I love the the idea that she was just kind of like, oh, we can beat him to the punch though. We turn this thing around in twelve days. We'll do the same thing, but for Christmas. <laughs> so Yancey, where can we find you on social media? You can find me at Yancey Jack on Twitter, or the Milky Way Blues is my blog. Um, is it about listening to the blues while eating candy bars? It's not at all. It's just a clever name. I thought it was a clever name. I it's, think it's, just, clever. it's just it's just an existential sort of a grief thing. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It's just rambling about movies and television and pop music. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, I'm J Dobbs Rosa everywhere. J D O B B S R O S A J D O B S R O S A everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, it's a lot of uh, bad jokes complaining about uh, how our society is falling down. Like how many time, how many stores I had to go to buy a, a pork shoulder today and. And uh, I will let you know whenever Stu Mundell is chasing a police pursuit through the Southland. That's the most important it's part of my very brand. It's exciting for us when you post a new chase. <laughs> it's the best. I'm on Instagram as Gangrene Jean. That's the disease plus the pants. And at Paula Hayfley on Twitter. Oh, big shout out to uh, Andrew Furtado. Uh, he's our technical advisor. We're using his gear from the Now Streaming Podcast. You can find him on Twitter as Andrew Furtaco. Hmm. Furtaco. Gross. Well, we got a PG-13 now. <laughs> you can follow the Mary Pitchmas podcast on Twitter at Mary Pitchmas, on Insta at Mary underscore Pitchmas, or email us with your suggestions, salutations, and insultations at marypitchmaspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, man. Go back and check that out again because those are complicated. There's three different things there. Uh, take a second to rate and review us, please, if you have the time. It really makes a difference getting our bad jokes into new ear holes. Happy It's a Wonderful Lifetime, everyone. And don't forget, small town nutcrackers beat big city cheese-eating teamsters. Crack them nuts!